What's up and welcome back to the In the Dugout podcast. I am your interim host, Joey Nagel, because Jason has smoker's cough from all the all the Sox haters facts he's been smoking this past <laughs> I'm also joined by Alex Jefferson, uh, the certified stat expert, and GJ Cool, the professional answerer of questions. So guys. The, and uh, me, I'm here too still. Well, yeah, yeah <laughs> Jason is here too. I kind of touched on that, but. I, I think I lost my job as interim host. I think you Welcome back That's to the In the Dugout podcast. My name is Jason Ward, a.k.a. Red Sox Dugout, alongside Joey Nagel, Garrett Jacobs-Meyer, and Alec- <coughs> Alex Jefferson. How are we doing, boys? Woo! Podcast time. Two days, baby. Two days. Opening day is right around the corner. The last spring training game was played today. I can taste the baseball in my mouth. It's coming. It's here. <laughs> You like you like baseballs in your mouth, dude. <laughs> I can fit a whole baseball in my mouth. Maybe Joey should be the host. That was, anyways. Um, I, I yeah. Can... So this is our predictions episode. Uh, the time where we say a bunch of stuff that just doesn't happen, and we get to look back at the end of the year and nope. laugh at ourselves. I'm getting nope. it right this nope. year. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. I've got it. I've got it nailed down to a science this year. That's what I say too, and you see what I remember that time I predicted Jackie Bradley Jr. win MVP. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you're driven by like fandom. I'm driven by fantasy. Fandom. Yeah, I'm driven by analytics though. Cold heart stats. Um, whatever. So yeah, we'll see how we do this year. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Before we get to that, there's a little bit of news to talk about because the the roster's kind of starting to shape up. Um, Jorge Alfaro. The catcher was optioned to AAA, and he accepted the assignment down there, so we don't lose him, which is good. And, uh, you know, we'll give Reese McGuire and Connor Wong the spots, and if there's any injuries or if Connor Wong starts struggling, you got Jorge Alfaro down there in Worcester, ready to come up and mash. Um, we were talking about it. I'm huge on him. I think he's great. I think he has literally all-star potential. But more on the offensive side, his defense is kind of lacking. So, you know, give him some reps down in Worcester and see if he can work through some defensive issues. He's got a great arm, just kind of has to work on the other parts of it. Um, and, and you know his bat's going to be there. Dude mashes. So I'm happy about that. We get to keep him. I was very worried that we're going to lose him. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Yep. Cool. Yep. No, I, I, yep. I agree, Jason. Um, I don't know his eye on Alfaro, but I, I think he's a good player. He's definitely serviceable. Yeah. Jaron Duran was also optioned to AAA. Bobby Dahlbeck was also optioned to AAA. Get so, Bobby off the team, bro. Trade trade Bobby. Hey, if, for his own if good. he's cool playing in Worcester, I'm happy to see him mash in Polar Park, dude. He's yeah, going to hit, this... like, tanks. Just, yeah, he's gonna hit they the had train. to find a way to replace Franchi somehow, right? Yeah, we need a new Wonder True. Worcester, and I think that his True. name is Bobby Dahlbeck. So, by the way, Woo Sox alert, Woo Sox alert. Uh, Franchi Cordero was released by the Orioles. So, Yo, pick him back up. Yo, find Rusney Castillo too. <laughs> if the Woo Sox want to bring back Barry Bonds of 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 uh, AAA, they should just you know slide Franchi a contract that has a clause that he's not allowed to play for the major league team and only only AAA. AAA. Pretty- he was unreal. All he does is hit doubles there. Yeah, so Durand, so Dahlbeck down. That means Yu Chang makes the MLB team, um, the the WBC legend. Um, I like. That. I said Domingo you- Tapia. That's the old pitcher we used to have. Ryan Tapia is expected. He's not yet on the roster, but he's expected to make the active opening day roster because 
Jaron Duran was sent down, and therefore we have that open spot. And Tapia was <clears throat> killing it this spring. So I think he's a logical fit there. Although we were talking about a little bit before the episode how there's going to be some 40-man roster issues when you try to get Tapia on this team because he's not on the 40-man right now. You have the issue with um, Jolis Rodriguez. He's hurt, so you need another lefty in the pen. You don't have another lefty on the 40-man right now to, to pitch in the pen, so I don't know what they're going to do about that. We can talk about it. But those are kind of the, the roster moves that we're looking at right now as spring training wraps up. I, I'm so happy that Duran is starting in the minors. I think him like having the I need to work my way back onto the team is good for him. Yeah, I feel- he had done it over the offseason, but by choosing to go to the WBC, he cost himself, you know, at least uh, probably 30 to about 30 spring training at bats that would have been very useful to him because if he kept up what he was doing in spring training, um, there was no question he was going to make the roster instead of Ryan Tapia. I don't know why he chose to play in WBC because he like barely even played. (laughs) Yeah, I think he thought he was he was going to get more at bats than he did. I just, I think that he's, he is the, he rushing him back into Boston seems like throwing like meat to it, to meat to a, what meat to a, a what sharks. Like it just seems like <laughs> you're asking for a bad situation to occur. I'm frozen. I'm frozen. Uh, I was asking for, or, sorry, meat to the sharks. <laughs> I got to, it. You're good. Yeah. You're back. No, it's just like, could you imagine, like, I because if he made the if he like came up and immediately started making like if he made a mistake game one, like we already know that all the mm. Felgers and Garretts in the world would be calling for him to be sent down and like well, the, the criticisms the he did it to himself. The criticism of you chose to play in this in in a lot of people's minds pointless tournament. Instead oh of boy! Oh no! Oh, we got one of these no. guys. Right. <laughs> That's not what I said. But from the Red Sox organization, they rolled their eyes seeing that this kid that they need to succeed decided to go play the World Baseball Classic instead of figuring out with the team through spring training. I don't think there's any debate that they would be disappointed to. Do you guys disagree with that? Like, I can't think of anyone that needed that spring training experience more than him. And honestly, I think the traditional like move up and through the minors and get good again thing is good for him. Um, the I don't know. It's just uh, he needs more of a traditional like sit your butt down and swing the bat type mentality, and he just threw that sort of world baseball classic thing to the middle of his uh, like very tumultuous beginning to his career. Um, but you know, good luck to him. I, I'm excited for him to start in the minors, and honestly, I think like the traditional work your way up thing is going to be good for him. If there's anyone who um who is pretty bad at making decisions that would benefit their career, it would be Jaron Duran. <laughs> um, but I I honestly do think AAA is better for him just because to me he's a guy who needs regular at bats, and I think if he was to spend time on the major league roster as a fourth outfielder, you know you're not really get, getting the most out of him when he does get to play. Um, I think the best thing for him is like, we talked about it over the off season. He doesn't really have a spot on this team right now. I think the best thing for him is to get consistent at bats and triple A and continue to rake and improve defensively. And then, you know, if a spot opens up in the outfield, he's probably the first one to get the call. So like, I'd like to see him work his way back up. I mean, he, he looks really impressive every spring. We know how good of a player he can be. We just 
once again, we're still waiting on him to reach it. And at this point, I don't know if he'll ever reach it in Boston, but I'd like to think he would. I agree. Uh, WBC or not, I think the best spot for him is in AAA. He needs consistent at-bats. He needs consistent time in the outfield to work on his defense. He's not going to get that in Boston. We have a full outfield, and we have Ref Snyder and Tapia as backup outfielders already. So he consistent at-bats in Worcester is what's best for him. And like Joey said, the second there's an injury, the second that he's needed, he can come up and he can still play for us. Like He's very much still here. Um, and honestly, we'll get to this when we get to the predictions, but I think he is going to end up having... Um, uh, uh, impact for the Red Sox at the major league level um, this year and in the future. Like I still think that he's got something left in the tank. I think he's a very talented player. And this offseason, he kind of really worked on changing his energy and changing his mindset. And he came into spring training with a, a kind of a whole new energy. Um, and j- real quick, I don't blame anyone for going to the WBC. Like, yeah, it probably wasn't the best for him career-wise. But if you want to go play for your country, go play for your country. Like, yeah. No, for sure. Yoshida, Yoshida needed that spring training more than anyone, too, I'd argue, because he hasn't been in Major League Baseball, and he went to the WBC and did what he did, and I think he's going to be all right. So not saying that Duran's on Yoshida's level, but, you know, WBC is, is cool. I don't, I, hate the, I, I don't hate the World Baseball Classic. Um, it's just like a personal, like like you said, it's it's nuanced. It's each player is different. Yeah. I really just can't think of anything um I think put your head down and chomp at the bit would have been the traditional route that I would have taken if I'm Duran. Um, and he made a decision like he, he, I mean, straight up though, he's a young kid. He weighed what would be more fun. I have, I don't blame him. Um, we are a Red Sox podcast and we're rooting for the Red Sox to mm-hmm. succeed, not the world baseball classic, whatever it is. Um, so that's just sort of the take there. Yeah. Just for the record, this Woo Sox team is starting to look pretty good. That's Duran, <laughs> You got Valdez down there, like Jorge Alfaro catching for you. This team's gonna be electric. Get out to Worcester, catch a game. Wow. And and Whitlock and Bayo are opening in that rotation. I think they're the one. Yeah, two Whitlock's starters. your opening day starter. They're better than some MLB teams. <laughs> that Woo Sox rotation might be better than the Sox rotation. Right True. Now. Yeah. Yeah. I uh I was texting with one of my buddies uh who's a Yankees fan today, and he boo he, Yankees boo. Yes. Well, let me give you the quote that he said because I thought it was funny and it was kind of true. He said, Corey Kluber starting on opening day is not the sign of a promising pitching staff. Shut up. Shut up. Well, Chris Sale is healthy. It's just the way that it lined up. It's just the way we're doing it. I've heard other people talk about it. Like uh, The whole opening day starter thing has kind of lost its – kind of lost like the honor around it which is a little unfortunate i like that part about baseball but like teams are more focused on ramping guys up in spring training and we know how strict the red sox were with their pitchers this spring they were all on specific schedules and i don't think it's a coincidence that Corey kluber was the first starter in spring training he'll be the first starter in the regular season i think that's just because the red sox are so like so structured and so rigid when it comes to this pitching staff because they need to be because they're already dropping like flies but that's yeah you're you're not gonna push an injury prone guy to pitch a day earlier just for the honor like he doesn't it doesn't matter like Corey kluber is a veteran dude who's been a a stud pitcher in the game for years like he deserves a start too like it it doesn't it, it doesn't matter like we talked about it a little bit uh last episode but 
It's not that deep. Like, it's just one game. Chris Silva, back it up, baby. He better back it up right to my face on the TV. That's all I'm saying. Better back it up. I don't think that Chris Silva needs to back anything up. Like, I think he know, like he's shown he's still good. It's just staying healthy. That's the problem. Yeah. This cat, the, in my, I'm like with my roommate's cat. He's like doing suicides on the ground. He's like running from one end of the Yo, play put, to the other. Put the cat on the mic. Like, does it have any socks takes? He'll come up. He'll come up eventually. I'll ask him. Meow meow. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Let's dive into the predictions. How about it? Ah. Should we start with the easiest? The MVP. I feel like we all have the same person. So real quick, real yeah. quick. Um, we're doing the same categories as we always do. We do this every year. You got the MVP, best pitcher, surprise, good or bad. Uh, Pablo Sandoval award for the worst player. A bold prediction, and then the record prediction. So let's start um, off with MVP. Can we introduce our new award? Go ahead. The Ryan, the Ryan Brazier five year stink award. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I feel I feel like Brazier would all be our pick for the Pablo Award. So I feel like it would We we did make an executive rule that he's disqualified. He's disqualified from the Pablo Sandoval award. So congratulations, Ryan Brazier. You sir are in a league of your own. Dude, Ryan Brazier is so bad, he doesn't even qualify for the worst player award. He has to have his own category. Yeah. All right. I mean, do we just go down the line with who we think the MVP is? MVP! Here we go. Alex. Devers. Garrett. Devers. Joey. Devers. Jason. Devers. Wow. So bold out of all of us. Why are you you just can't argue with that. He's like by far the most talented player on the roster. Mm-hmm. He's he hits three hundred. He's good. He he's good for thirty homers if he's healthy. Like he's just and his defense has improved. Like he was negative two defensive runs saved last year as opposed to like negative like twelve like he was every other season. His defense has come a long way, and he's the face of the franchise. Like how can you how can he not be your pick for MVP? Yeah, you just gave him $330 million, so he's he's the guy. Garrett? Something cool about Rafi is his name is really easy to, like, yell. You, so you can go, like, I was thinking about this on my walk up. You're like, hey, Rafi! Real easy. And I think that's really nice. I love the mic'd up <laughs> clips from spring training. I don't know if you heard the one of Rafi saying his own name. He was like, Rafi? <laughs> yeah, he was running, and he's like, he's like, Rafi? Well, guys, guys, remember, he hasn't hit puberty yet, so his voice is still that high. What? Okay. Was he He's practicing bad. saying his own name? <laughs> yeah, they were, they were, uh, him and like Yoshida and Verdugo were running some sprints. And he's like, I'm faster than you, man. I am Ruffy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Ruffy. Awesome. I love that. I love him. Yoshi's a good name to yell, too, because you can yell Yoshi, like Yoshi, like in the video game. Yoshi. Or you could be like, but that was good. Do that again. Larson. That's Damn. pretty good. Wow. Every time yeah. he does something good. When yeah. when or, he hit or, that three my hair over. is all gonna be gone. It's all gonna be ripped out after the second, third time I hear Alex do that. <laughs> Garrett, I'm gonna um, do it right in your ear. <sighs> if you get sick of that, you can go Massa. Yeah, I, mean, I just love his his entire name. Just like it just rolls off the tongue. Every when part of it. That, when he hit that three run homer against Mexico to tie the game, I was watching with my roommates and I was just screaming, Masataka Yoshida. 
and then followed by expletives. But I um, wish that was my name. Masataka yeah. Yoshida. Yeah, we got we got lame names over here for real, for real. Yeah, what's better? Now batting. Masataka Yoshida. Now batting. Jason Ward. I mean, at least you spell your name right, unlike Garrett, so. That's false. On behalf of Garrett, that's false. No, no, I'm, just, I'm just giving him the business because I know it would get him riled up. <laughs> I have close friends that have, like, one T in their contact, and I'll, like, throw their phone across the room. It really bothers me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Best Pitcher Award. Let's start off with Alex again. All right, I got Whitlock. I just, mm. I think, I think a rebound's coming. I, I think he's just that guy. Like I, he was our best pitcher when he was healthy in 2019 and 2020, and 2021 when he was healthy. I just, I think he puts it all together this year. Like I don't, I don't know. He just seems like that guy. He's him. He is. No, he legitimately yeah. is. Like he just. He's like a he's like a mini Chris Sale in the fact that he doesn't show emotion, but he's just like starter or reliever though. I think he's gonna be a starter. Okay. I wasn't sold on it for a while, but like I've looked at our bullpen and like we have a lot of we actually have a pretty solid bullpen. Um, we got some dudes out there. Yeah. I was I would say our weakest the weakest part of our team is our starting rotation, and that's only because Bayo and Whitlock aren't here yet, but like once Whitlock shows up, I think, you know, he's going to start rolling like he always does. Yeah, Garrett? I got a quick point to make about the rotation and the bullpen. Um, so we're down what? We're down three starters, and the season hasn't begun yet. But um, once we start to get healthy and you can throw, like, Cutter Crawford and Tanner Houck out from the rotation to the bullpen. Yeah. That bullpen automatically becomes one of the best in baseball, in my opinion. Like on paper, you are deep and you, and once Rodriguez is healthy as well, uh, you're deep and you have some you have some guys out there that can shove. Um, and I think that'll really help the rotation, especially the back end. If you have a guy like James Paxton who can only give you four or five innings. You can piggyback him with like Tanner Houck or mix and match with like the other four or five like legitimate bullpen pen arms that you have. Uh, I think that's going to help the Sox win a lot more games this year. That's just my opinion. That's a really good point. I totally agree. It's like the 2018 kind of format was you had Brian Johnson and Hector Velasquez in the bullpen as these long relief guys who can come in when they need to. And I, I would say that they helped us win that World Series for sure. And then you look at Tanner Houck and Cutter Crawford. I'd say both of them are better than Brian Johnson, Hector Velasquez. So yeah, and then think on about top that. of that, you have Richard Blyer, Jolie Rodriguez, um, Chris Martin, John who I forgot Tyler. about. Yeah, Chris Martin, he's a stud, and we have a legit closer. Like this is the first time since 2018 that the Red Sox have had a competent bullpen. Not not the first time that they've had a closer. It is, but like. It's the first time that they've had a, a competent and deep bullpen. And that's why it's so important that um, our starters that are on the IL to open the season get back so quick so that we can transition everyone back to their original roles. And like if if people can stay healthy and we can get get that bullpen structure going, I think the pitching is going to improve like dramatically. Yeah. Awesome point. Yeah. Garrett, what do you got? 
Um, I hope I'm not wishful thinking, but I've put a lot of thought into this. Um, I'm going to go with for best pitcher. I'm going to go with Kenley Jansen because I am really, really excited for the Red Sox, hopefully, um, to be able to have some really exciting moments with a really top tier talent. Um, and I know that injury was a little spooky, but as far as I know, he's okay, right? Can I get a little update on that? I think so. Yeah, yeah he, yeah, he um, left the game because he felt dizzy and like nauseous, and he was like lightheaded the next day. Um, but then he he's back. He's fine as far as we know. So yeah, but I'm really excited. And as a fan, it's it's like something. Um, like if you think about what the most fun moments of baseball games are, um, moments where he would be in the spotlight are sort of up there. Um, and I'm sort of really excited to have um, that kind of pressure on a player again so I can have fun games to watch. Um, yeah. He's got the talent to back I it. I like that. Although like across that lot, the league, people are concerned about him. Uh, they're, they're For a lot they're of reasons. It. Uh, so Kennedy Pitt- led the NL in saves last year. That, like I get that his ERA isn't at what it once was but he's, he's just old he's in the back closer. end of his career but he's still one of the best closers to ever close so he's yeah. 35 he's fine he's can i he's um like... can i piggyback on that a little bit you yeah, better bring yeah. up some nerd stat no i sorry that was so aggressive for <laughs> no reason <laughs> um <laughs> i was have just to say? say i'm just really excited to see like an actual closer get thrown out there yeah yeah no it's... more matt barnes no it's i'm loser nice it's so nice knowing like, he's gonna pitch the ninth. Like no, and Garrett was totally on the money with the like some of the most exciting parts of like going to games and stuff is watching the end and like seeing the closer come out and like I literally I have videos on my phone from like 2016, 2018 of Kimbrel coming in and shutting down the last three guys like striking them out exactly like slow mo videos of him and his wind up with his funky arm yeah like. I'm excited to see that again. Um, and like, I mean, like Joey said, once you move some of those guys from the back end of the rotation to the bullpen, it gets a lot scarier. And then like when you have someone like Kenley, who's net, na- who can be nails when he needs to be, that makes me excited because I feel like the, the narrative with this team for the longest time over the last few years has been bad defense and bad bullpen, like pitching, like blowing yeah. games in the dumbest possible ways. And I, I like to, th- I, I think that this is the team that might start to turn that corner and it starts with Kenley Jansen. I think so. I, I agree, Garrett. I hope your they, prediction is true. It. They finally saw a problem and actually addressed it for once, which is really it cool to see. Insane. Like I didn't know it was possible. Yeah. Also the new lights at Fenway, we're going to have some light shows when Kenley. Yeah. The lights. Do you see the new clubhouse too? I didn't see they put a this. jumbotron in the clubhouse. Insane. Yeah, that's so electric. Sweet. I mean, that doesn't really affect us as much as the lights, but yeah, no, I'm I'm very excited for this season and a whole bunch Fenway, of Fenway's going to turn one. into a rave this year. It's awesome. I can't wait to go to the first Sox game. I know. No, it's it's gonna be nuts. It is going to offend us when uh, everyone who's listening right now shares with their friends and we get uh, media passes someday. That's all I'm facts, saying. Facts. True, we'll, be true, in the, true. we'll be in the clubhouse. Mm-hmm. Then we'll change the name of the podcast to the In the Clubhouse. In the Clubhouse. <laughs> <laughs> we should have like an after hours at a That could be like podcast. our Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> you want the unfiltered version of the podcast? Go Let's step into the Clubhouse. Go subscribe <laughs> in the Clubhouse for the rough. <laughs> Yo, bookmark this. This is great. This is good. We got to do it. <laughs> you thought In the Dugout was fun. Wait till you step in the Clubhouse. Yeah.
<laughs> We're throwing it back to 2011 with fried chicken and beer. All <laughs> chicken <in> the- and beer. <laughs> Our intro song is Papas. <laughs> uh, Joey, who's your best pitcher? Brian Bayo. Ooh. Damn. I feel like I don't need to say much. Um, I feel like you do. I love Brian Bayo. I really do. Uh, I love I love his pitch mix. I love his delivery. I love his mechanics. I he throws hard. He's nasty, nasty slider. You everyone knows he like he's the number. He's the best pitching prospect the Sox have had in probably fifteen years since Henry now, Owens. Yeah, I was gonna say, what about Henry Owens? <laughs> no. Oh, you're right, Jay Groom. Jay Groom. True. Yeah, I I mean Brian Bayo. Uh, we saw after he uh, settled into the majors last year, he really turned the corner and he, he started to prove that he's a big league caliber pitcher. Um, in his brief spring training appearances this year, he's looked nasty. Um, he's been working with Pedro. And I mean, there's a lot of pressure on him right now. So I I hate to be that guy adding more and more pressure, but he's got high expectations. I think he's going to meet them. Um yeah, I, I I truly see Brian Bayo as a future ace of this staff, and it could be sooner than you think. I like that a lot. I'm huge on Brian Bayo as well. Um, one of my bold predictions on Instagram was that he was going to have the lowest ERA of all Sox starters. So I like um, it. Ironically, that's not who I picked, though. I went with Alex. I said uh, Garrett Whitlock as well because <coughs> when he's healthy, the dude's stuff is insanely good. You saw it last season when before he had the hip problems and before they put him there, when he came out of the bullpen and he was just up there tossing his sinkers and his changeups. No one could hit him. And he showed flashes when he got to the rotation that he can do that as a starter too um, before he got injured and all that. So I think going into the season, knowing he's a starter, healthy, I think that he's going to dominate on the mound and, and kind of really be our best pitcher. Um, I like all those picks, though. I could fully see all of them being um, the number one. So, yeah, next category. Let's pick up the pace a little bit. It's dragging, it's dragging a little bit. So, uh, our next category is biggest surprise in a good way or a bad way. Alex, who's surprising us this year? All right. I I think in, he's had a very limited sample size, but he impressed me in his limited sample size. Uh-oh. Right? I'm uh I'm going with a good surprise. I'm going with Reese McGuire behind the dish. I think I think he's I think he's gonna be good. I think he calls a good game. He's not bad defensively, and he can hit the ball. So I'm excited to see what what comes out of him. And like, you know, we don't really have like a clear one A catcher on the team. It's kind of like uh, you know, we're platooning guys back there right now with like, you know, with Alfaro's kind of in the mix in AAA and um, Hunter Wong and Reese McGuire. But I, I just think that by the end of the season, McGuire will have established himself as like the top guy and as like the top backstop on this team. I like that. That may or may not be my pick too, but we'll get to that. Garrett? No way. You're muted, big dog. <clears throat> Sorry, I was just doing important business dealings. Um <laughs> My biggest surprise is for myself and a lot of Red Sox nations who I think are not as excited for Adam Duvall as they should be. Ooh. Um, I just think there is a um, 
there's this idea that we've sort of just seen these top talent guys move and not really replace them with anyone but young guys. But Adam Duvall is is a pretty solid player, and I for one am very excited to see that um, started. I've heard I've, some people have made like some really bold claims about him this year. Um, my expectations are a little tempered, but I um, I just think not a lot of people um, know how excited this guy really can how excited they should be for this guy specifically. I like that. I like that. I, I, I agree with that. I mean, he's hit 30 home runs before, hasn't he? He's yeah. a bomber. So I was looking yeah. into it. I think, I think he'll fit well. I do too. He's going to, he's going to love the monster. Um, similar to Alex, one of my guys that I said was going to be surprising is Reese McGuire because of all the reasons Alex stated, and I also think Reese is he he reminds me. I don't know. He's just a slap hitting catcher. He can you know he's not going to hit many home runs, but he's going to hit the ball hard, find the gaps. Um, but I also have another about the shift. I think he's going to hit incredible. I agree, and he's really good at going the other way. We saw that last year too. Um, another guy that I think is going to be surprising is Jolie Rodriguez. Ooh, good pick. Reason being. Uh, I think he got overlooked in that Mets bullpen. Uh, he he had a bit of a down year last year, but uh, the advanced numbers were still really good. Uh, the biggest problem with him is walks. He's he was a six percentile in in walk percentage in the league. But other than that, like if you look at his baseball savant page, there's a lot of red bubbles. Uh, you know, really limits hard contact, misses barrels, um, gets a lot of people to swing and miss. I think. As long as he can limit the walks, I believe that he's going to be – he will definitely be the best lefty in this bullpen. I hope he can get back soon because his stuff plays, and I think – I don't know. I just I, – I I can see him being a, a big high-leverage guy, getting out of some tough jams. Do you um do you see him as our setup guy, like, down the road? No, no. That would be Chris Martin. Uh, Chris Martin gets the eighth, Kenley the ninth, but – you know, if there's a a pocket of lefties in the order, I think Jolie could definitely take it in the eighth. Um, I think he could be a high leverage guy for sure. Yeah, he, and he was a really under the radar signing. I think he was the first signing the Red Sox made this offseason. No one really thought much of it, but um, I think he's a really good player. That's right. Yeah, that's right. I like that. Um, as I hinted at, Reese McGuire is also my pick. Um, for the same reasons everyone said, I think that... His defense is very solid, and he showed last year in the short time with us what he can do on offense. Like Joey said, he finds the gaps. He goes the other way. I think he can really surprise some people in the catching position where he's really been kind of overlooked. Everyone's like, oh, the Red Sox need a catcher. Like, Why didn't they address the catcher situation? But it's because they have faith in Reese McGuire to really contribute. And so I think he'll surprise some people. I also said Jaron Duran for the reasons I stated before as another guy who can kind of surprise some people because everyone's kind of already counting him out. Um, and as I said, I think he'll come up and make an impact. So he's another guy I got surprising us. Um, now it's time for our favorite award, the Pablo Sandoval award, which goes to the worst player. Um, as we mentioned, Ryan Brazier is excluded from this category. He's exempt, disqualified, whatever, because he's too bad and too obvious. So Alex, who is your Pablo Sandoval award, um, front runner? 
my Pablo Sandoval award, I kind of went with someone I don't really know a ton about, but I also just like, I've looked at his stats. Like I've seen, I just don't think he's, I mean, I just think that he's more of a defensive piece and that's Mondesi. Mm. I just, I just don't see it. Like, I don't, I feel like there's a hole in his swing and I just, some, something doesn't seem right. I just, he seems like he's going to get injured. Like, I don't know. He just doesn't look like he's ready to be, I don't know. He, he gives me the, like, if someone's belt buckle is going to break, it looks like it's going to be his, but like, in the, he ain't fat. No, 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 no. I meant like though. the opposite way. Like, it's just like he he can't find a belt that's small enough. Or I don't know. But he just uh, <laughs> the Chris Sale dilemma. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I I just worry that he's like frail and fragile and just gonna not do anything. And I guess like I guess the thing is with the Pablo Award is like you can say that, but like expectations for him weren't that high anyway. Right. Uh, but if you were to put someone like in front of me that like. Oh, my expectations for them is to be like an all-star level player. I think I'm going to go with Klubot, uh, just because I I just wow. don't think I just he's our old. opening day starter. Yeah, he's old, and I just I think he's I don't I I I am not the most confident person in like old pitchers who don't like I think Velo is such an important thing nowadays. Like I get that he has the stuff, but like I don't know if he can keep up with the rest of the league so all right all right fair point garrett who you got alex um your belt buckle analogy might have been a little bit of a stretch but not as much of a stretch as pop sandoval's belt buckle on that day um nice i think that's all right um my pablo sandoval award in respect to someone who is supposed to have a lot of expectations but is not gonna meet them um, is my favorite player on the Red Sox, Mr. Chris Sale. I knew that was coming. I knew that was coming. No doubt the guy's going to get hurt, and it's going to stink. But, hey, it would be pretty exciting if my take gets clipped because he is good. But, oh, my God, I am tired of it. Yeah, I'll clip that when he wins Cy Young at the end of the season. Yeah, dog. Let me reverse. see it happen. Like, let me see it happen. But um, I, yeah, no, seriously, fair. I uh, I'm excited for the guy. Um, but the pressure. I think he's gonna suck. But I'm excited for him. The pressure should be on. It's time, brother. Yeah, yeah no, like, he, how, he, how many times? Show up. I agree with you, Garrett. I can't think of another player on this team with as much pressure as him. Like Kenley Jansen's up there. Um, no, it's Chris Sale. Chris Sale 100% has um, the most pressure it, on him. For sure. And he, he deserves it. And he deserves it. So, oh, absolutely. Yeah. For just he's like statistics-wise, the level he's got to perform at, um, it seems difficult to reach. So he probably seems statistically the most likely to fall short of him. So I think that's yep. why my answer is solid and backed up by stats. Joey? Um. Yeah, I kind of have two picks now in terms of like one guy who is going to be bad and we know is going to be bad and one guy who could be good, but will probably fall below expectations. My guy who's going to suck. This was really easy for me. It's Rymel Tapia. I just I don't see it with him. Um, He's 29 years old. We know what he is. Um, He was a below average hitter when he was playing his home games in Colorado there's not anything he does particularly well, especially coming off of last year. He didn't hit the ball hard. 
The best, his best asset is that he doesn't strike out that much. He's 65th percentile. So he's above league average at limiting strikeouts. But other than that, two, two, the second percentile in walk percentage, second percentile in chase rate, 12 percent, 12 percentile above average, 13th percentile outfielder jump. 38th percentile hard hit percentage. Like this, this is not a good ball player to me. And we know that the Red Sox need outfield defense. He made, yes, he had a really nice spring. He also made some pretty foolish looking errors in spring. I remember him on the Blue Jays last year. He's not a very serviceable outfielder. I don't see anything good with him. And I, I don't believe he's going to be on the team the whole year. Uh, because of that, I think once Mondesi gets healthy, that this guy's probably gone. Um, but in terms of someone with higher expectations who may fall below them, it's John Schreiber. I have some real concerns about him because he was used so much last year, especially down the stretch when they didn't need to. They ran him into the ground, and I don't know if you guys remember, he had a bit of an implosion in September where he just lost his velocity, yeah. could strikes. And we saw a little bit of that again in spring training, um, which I'm really concerned about because the Red Sox do have a history of overusing their relievers and just running them into the ground and killing them. Um, Schreiber had a less than stellar spring. I really hope that he can find that velocity and like find the strike zone again, because when he's on, he's filthy, he's nasty. But right now, I think he's one of the biggest question marks going into the regular season because if he's good, that's an unbelievable bullpen. And if he's bad, it's not the worst thing in the world, but it's definitely disappointing because I think he's a fan favorite too. That's fair. That's fair. Um, he did pitch today. I don't know if you saw, and he had a scoreless hitless inning with three strikeouts. All right. This is poor timing, but I'm glad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, Rymel Tapia absolutely sucks. There's nothing there good go. about it, and I stand by that. Yeah, so actually, that's my pick, too. I picked Tapia. I, I agree with everything you said fully. Um, he, His stats right there show that he's there's just not much there. There's nothing that really jumps off the page in a good way. Um, and I think, like, yeah, he had a really good spring and got way too hyped up, and people are going to realize, oh, he's not actually that good. And he's going to cool down too. Like he's not going to hit 350 or whatever he's hitting during the season at all. I think that he is going to be very bad and not be on the team that long. So yeah, no, I agree. Um, all right, next up, we got everyone give a bold prediction. So uh, if you follow me on Instagram, you know that I posted my five bold predictions this week. So those are out there. Um, I have one, a bold prediction that is not one of those five that, I will share on this podcast. So Alex, you go first. All right. My bold prediction for this year is that Alex Verdugo will be an all-star level talent. Uh, and I don't know if he'll get the nod just because <clears throat> at the end of the day, <clears throat> a lot of it has to do with popularity. Um, but I've liked what I've seen in spring training. I liked what I saw in the world baseball classic. I think he's ready. And I think it's if it's going to happen, it's got to happen this year for him. So I'm putting that pressure on him because I want I need to see it from him. Oh, okay. I, I thought I had to step in as interim host there. No, yeah, I don't Joey, know what happened. You got it. Give yours, Joey. Give yours. Hit it. 
We've been uh, good. I thought you guys were fun. We've been doing the same yeah, order this whole I don't time. Know why I got so screwed. Yeah, it's Garrett's turn. What? Yeah. Oh, good right. prediction, Alex. I like it. You like it? All right. I'm sorry. I have a few. I don't know which one I want to do. Joey, hit me, please. All right. Um. Okay. The first one that came to mind for me is Yoshida is an all star, but I know Jason had that one. Mm-hmm. I think. Yoshida and Costas are both going to be top 10 in the AL in on base percentage. That's a really niche, bold prediction, but I like that though. That's, that's I, th- I think they give you, they're the two guys on the team who give you the best at bats. Um, and then another one I have is Raphael Devers, 90 plus extra base hits. Uh, he set a career high in 2019 with exactly 90. I think Devers is going to give you close to 40 home runs and, uh, close to 50 doubles if you do the math that or and maybe a triple or two so there you go yeah. i like that creative so the bold prediction that i have have most fun with is that i think Raphael devers very much could lead the al in home runs now there is mr aaron judge out there i understand nah, um, he's not doing what he did again. i've put a lot of thought into this and there's a very famous um, article, not very famous article, but there's a really good article that went into something that I bashed into the absolute <laughs> ground, um, the baseballs and how Aaron Judge was getting special baseballs at a bunch of games. Um, and I think when I was thinking of my very bold stratosphere, I think if this Red Sox team becomes a fun team to watch and this Red Sox team gets a little bit of steam behind it, hey, maybe some of those, as they call them, Goldilocks balls or some of those balls coming to Raphael Devers. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. It could happen. It could happen. So, Yeah, Judge is going to fall off so hard, by the way. That's a prediction in itself. But He has yeah. no, no choice. No, uh, yeah, he's 70 this year. Yeah. Aaron Judge is going to hit 70 over the... Aaron Judge is the best player ever. He's the <laughs> captain. He couldn't play for Team USA because he has to focus on being captain of the Yankees. He's captain of the Yankees. <laughs> uh, my bold prediction that I didn't already <laughs> say on Instagram. Um, this I don't know where this came from. It's just something that I think might happen. Alex Verdugo gets traded. Definitely could happen. Yeah. yeah I think I even if we're in a spot where we're contending for a wild card position, I still think that he could get traded. Because yeah, if you're trading it, Alex Verdugo, you're getting Major League Talent back. I so. like it. I, I I actually do like it. I see where it could happen because we're also getting to the point where you have to decide whether you're going to pay him or not. Right. Exactly. And I don't I don't want to see him go, but I could definitely see it happening. Yeah. Is kind of where I'm at with that. I don't really mind if he leaves or not. I don't really have any attachment to him. I don't care. Whatever. Man. He's no Benny. He's no Ben Attendee. Um, all right. And our last prediction category here is the record prediction. Um, let's just toss him out rapid fire. Alex, go. 82 and 80, fourth in the division. Ooh. 84. Four wins, but I didn't do the math like I was. Seventy-eight losses, eighty-four and seventy-eight. That's that's the inverse of last year's record. Yeah. Also, the Red Sox—they're going to be a winning team this year because literally everything went wrong last year, and they still managed to win seventy-eight games. For sure. Yeah. 
so that factored a lot into mine. I also had 84 and 78. I was somewhere between that and like 85, 86 wins. I think that they're going to be in it till the very end. There's a chance that they make the playoffs. That would I'm not expecting them to, but I do expect them to be a winning team. Uh, everyone's writing them off as a last place team, last place finish in the division. I don't think so. Um, yeah, I. There's no reason not to, not to doubt this team. As long well, as they, there are, there, there are, but that's I, fine. I, that's fine. As long, yeah. There's no reason to doubt them if they're healthy. That's a big if. There's no reason to doubt them if you ignore all the problems. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's. Um, I went a little bit higher with mine. I said 87 and 75, just because I think that they're going to squeak in the last wild card spot, and I just felt like they needed a little more um, wins to get there. So that's the only reason why. Yeah. Uh, But again, like you said, like a lot of things went really wrong last year, and they still won close to 80 games. So I think a few more things go right. It's very easy to win 10 more games. Also, literally everything went wrong last year. The law of averages... True. This this Red Sox team, they love being underdogs and they love going from worst to first. They're not going to first place this year. I'm telling you that right now. But you never know what can happen after They've a last only place had finish. one stretch of back-to-back losing seasons since 1998. So 25 years they've only there you go. Yeah. And as I'm, we've I'm... talked about, I think they're going to be very fun to watch this year too. You got a lot of characters, good team chemistry. Team chemistry is huge. Look at 2013. You went into that season not thinking they were going to do much, and they won the whole, whole World Series. So you never know what can happen. Um, but I, I will say I do think they'll be fun to watch. Um, oh, and quick with- shout-out to Justin Turner. Mm-hmm. I feel like we, his name hasn't come yeah. up like at all this, this offseason. I'm a big JT guy. I like him a lot. I think he's going to be a very good player. For, you got for this- beamed up in the kitchen. Yeah, and uh, he, he, he took it like a champ. He was back in less than two weeks. He's a stud. That's right. I love the that's guy. Right. Um, I was <laughs> going to transition, awesome. but that's cool. I was going to transition to say that it's a very fun and exciting team that is going to be fun to watch. And if you want to go see them play, then SeatGeek is the place for you. Opening day is on Thursday, and now is a great time to get tickets to go see the Sox play at Fenway, kid. Um SeatGeek is a place to buy those tickets because SeatGeek is the best ticket provider out there for all sports, concerts, shows, and more. They make buying tickets easy by grading every ticket price so you know you're getting the best deal. And they provide a view from your seat so you can pick the perfect seats to any event. And guess what? Ladies and gentlemen, you can get $20 off your first purchase with SeatGeek by using the promo code DUGOUT. D-U-G-O-U-T. There you go. DUGOUT. Get out there. Go to the game. Go see them play. yeah, um, go see us. Alex us? and I, Alex yeah, and I saw go, something. Go see us. Go see yep. you. Who? Who? You, Joey? Who go are we seeing? Go see Joey, guys. Alex and Roy, I, buy your I'll tickets to Joey. Yeah, I'm the pro David Ortiz. I'm the David Ortiz impersonator. I'm available for hire for all birthday parties and bar mitzvahs and all events. For, $43 on Cameo. Yep. Yeah. Hey, man. <laughs> what does David Ortiz have to say about this team upcoming for the season? You know, man, we got a lot of good players, man. Uh, <laughs> remind me of 2013, man. We, we won the whole thing. You know, Justin Thorner, he's Johnny Gomes, you know, Beards, you know, man. 
home run home runs y uh, muchos fiestas aquí yeah yo soy fiesta gracias papi los medios <laughs> rojas es, están bien yeah yeah sí. gracias papi um all right last thing i want to do here is i had a bunch of y'all a bunch of the followers listeners uh submit some of their bold predictions and i want to play a little game called striker ball so i'm going to read a prediction and we're gonna it's gonna be a strike if we think it's it's good like it can happen or a ball if it's just a whiff like that ain't happening all right a little rapid fire action for it too ready here we go first one from bob Bua. baltimore makes playoffs Strike. Ball. Ball. Not yet. Not yet, but soon. Yeah. Duvall is going to have a 2021 Renfro type season and hit 30 plus homers. Strike. Strike. I'm going to go ball on that one. Boo. 30 is a lot, but I think that's a strike. 30 is a lot. 30 is a little tough, but. 30 is the high. I like the idea. I like the concept. Yeah. Red Sox come in... Oh, I forgot to read the names. That was from Patrick Ross. This one's from Griffin Eddie. Red Sox come in second in the division behind the Rays. That's a ball. I think the Yankees are going to be a good team. Blue Jays, too. I, I think I like the Blue Jays a lot. I think the Blue Jays might win the division, low-key. I, I, I think the Blue Jays, the Yankees, and the Red Sox are, <clears throat> could all be better than the Rays. I think the Rays are probably like yeah, the most... I'm praying on their downfall. <laughs> so, I say Blue Jays I, win, Yankees, too. Red Sox or Rays at three or four, probably. I don't know. I think the so. I think the Yankees are going to get a Mickey Mouse AL East title because the mm. only thing holding back the Blue Jays is themselves. They're the best oh, team true. on paper. I don't know. I like the Blue Jays though. Yeah, I do too. But yo, uh, Griffin Eddie, thanks for the question. Hope you're doing well, brother. Yeah, Maybe I got one here from Willie Ob4. This one's out there. Yoshida wins MVP. And Chris Sale is Cy Young runner-up. <laughs> I'm saying ball. It's a little... Uh, yeah. It's out there. But you, you Yoshida is capable of... In your league, it's so hard to give anyone the MVP. Yeah, yeah. MVP is just a Shoei Otani award for right now. So, yeah. Uh, Yoshida next one. could be an MVP caliber player, though. Yeah. I think that's a strike. This one from SBLIN 96. Costas will hit 25 homers and Sale gets comeback player of the year and top five for Cy Young. I can see that. I'd say strike. Strike. Sure. I'll go with you on that one. Gary, are you okay? I just did something really cool. Okay. Uh, Bobby Knox 1 says we will have the lowest bullpen ERA in the AL. Strike. These guys can be good. I can see that. Strike. Yeah. Um, Chris Sale wins AL Cy Young with a sub two ERA. Womp womp. I think his ERA is kind of going to be gonna be high. Like I don't. I think he's going to be. Uh, he's not going to be the the ace Chris Sale. I don't think. But I think he'll be very good still. Charlie Corradi says Masataka will tuck one inside the pole on his first AB for a homer. Ooh, I like that prediction. That's I like that. That's fun. I'll say strike. I think it's a good prediction. This yeah, one's funny. Right. That's a great prediction. Lancelot1010 says Story comes back around the All Star break and saves our season. He's due for one. Ball. 
I, I forgot he was on this team until that. Yeah, yeah I, I did too. No, I also forgot he was on this team. I'm surprised none of our predictions involved him. I know it's weird. I forgot about him. We just don't have a time. He, he could also be in the running for Pablo Sandoval. Whoa, let's let's no, relax no. with that. Let's relax with that. He could. He could. You don't get the Pablo Award for an injury. Well, it depends how he does when he comes back. So yeah, he won't be bad when he comes back. Yeah. Lots of Chris Sale Cy Young. <coughs> Garrett Fisher says James Paxton has a great year and is our most consistent pitcher. Ball, because he can't stay ball. healthy. He's hurt ball. already. Yep. Yeah, Paul. Uh, Michael Stoney one says Sox win ninety games and at least make the ALCS. This team reminds me of two thousand thirteen. I, I think could see ball. it. I think that's a ball. I'm gonna call it like um, a pitch clock violation ball. It's not a real <laughs> ball, but it's a ball. If they made the playoffs, I could see this team like with a shorter rotation and more guys in the bullpen. Like they yeah. could be. I see ALDS exit if they get that far. But yeah. Oh, Eli Boxer says Ref Snyder is going to finish with the highest average. I I think ball. he's going to take a step back. He's a fourth outfielder. Yeah, ball. He won't qualify. Socks. This one from Andrew Shell. Socks starting rotation stays healthy and becomes top ten, <laughs> and finishes second in the AL East. Like if they stayed healthy, that I don't know the rotation. The rotation's hit or miss for me. It could, it could. It's, go it's a ball for me. Ball at the moment, yeah. Um, DKA four thirteen says Sox are gonna struggle to stay out of the cellar. Well, I think that's. I think that could be a strike just by virtue of the fact that this is by far the most complete and competitive uh, division in baseball. True, the division's insane. Yeah, like they finished in last place last year, where in just about every other division in MLB, they would have been like a third, fourth place team. Yeah. Uh, Jack Cronin says, Heim Bloom will get fired middle of the season. I saw that uh, take from Barstool Hubs, too. Um, I yeah, say ball, Hubs full ball. It. I say ball. Yeah, I agree. I think, I think I this team surprised people. I don't think it's because Heim Bloom is safe from getting fired. I just, as I said uh, in our group chat, I don't think that Heim Bloom is going to get fired mid-season in any scenario because it's not like this team is supposed to be a contender. So if they're doing really bad, it's not like Heim Bloom, you failed us. What is this team? They're if they're going to fire him, it's going to be in the off season when they want to change direction. Like he's a rebuild guy, and this is a rebuild year. Like it fits. They're not firing him mid-season. I agree with you, Jason. Yep. Um. Last one here from O Marinho. Uh, we'll have three or more all stars. Devers, Devers, Yoshi. In my opinion, Yoshi. Probably, I, I could see it. Then who? Reese I mean, McGuire, if, sneaky catcher, all star. If Sale plays well, like, if Sale plays Dale. the way he's capable of oh, playing. Oh, or Whitlock maybe. Kenley. 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 Kenley could make it in the bullpen. I could see. I'd say strike. I, I see a very realistic scenario where we get three. I, I'd yeah. say, yeah, yeah. I agree. All right. Thank you all for submitting those. Um, a lot of them are positive, so I hope a lot of you are right. Um, yeah. <laughs> so that'll for that. Uh, opening day is on Thursday, two p.m. Baltimore. Ooh. Corey Kluber on the mound. Real quick. 
series. What do we preview. think? What do we think? What's going to happen? What do we think is going to happen? The Red Sox are going to win six to two. They're going to score three runs in the second inning. They score one run in the third inning. They're going to score two runs in the seventh <laughs> inning, and then the game's going to be over. Baltimore is going to score one in the first, scare the Red Sox a little bit. Then it's going to score one in the eighth, and then that's going to be it. Six to two, Red Sox dub. That's like if Chat GPT wrote a game. That was like oddly. I feel like that's accurate. Like that, we, I can see that. We gotta, sure. we gotta clip this. Just I gotta case. remember that. Yeah. I don't even want to give a prediction now. Like that Kyle was Gibson. That's a W. I feel like Corey Kluber is gonna get lit up a little bit. Yeah. I think he's, Corey Kluber is gonna give up four runs in the first two innings. He's gonna get lit up for one in the first inning, but don't worry. Whatever. Then we got Chris Sale versus Dean Kramer. That's their number two. Really, he sucks. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Orioles are not making the playoffs. And then Tanner Houck versus Cole Irvin. That's concerning. Tanner Houck is. We'll not. lose that one, I think. So He's I say not. we win two out of three. Yeah, I like two out of three. And don't then... say out of out of trace. Facts. Yep. Mm-hmm. See. All right. Any uh, this is your final chance to make any predictions before the season gets underway. Anything else you want to toss out there? Go once. Ten K is out of sale. Ten K. Reese McGuire MVP. Ten K is in five innings out of Chris Sale. No shot. Possible. No shot. Possible. Right. He loves striking out Baltimore. I know that. So. Mm-hmm. Old prediction: Shohei Otani will strike out Mike Trout in the World Series. Yeah, that checks out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe once. Maybe once. Uh, Otani leaves the Angels. Wait, but no, that one that's that'll never happen because he's coming to the Sox. So Mike Trout gets traded to the Boston Red Sox. <laughs> next year, Oshohei Otani will strike out Mike Trout in the ALCS when we move on to the World Series. To yeah, for show, for show. Yeah, for shout show. out to shout out to Yoshi for recruiting Shohei during the WBC. <laughs> I appreciate Big it. Big Yoshi guy. Mm-hmm. That's how I want to wrap it up. Go Yoshi. Love that for dude. Real. All right. Well. It has been a fun off-season, fun spring training kind of in, in ways, you know. But it's finally time for Real Baseball. Our next podcast episode, we'll be talking about Real Baseball events that happened in the regular season of the 2023 MLB season. So I'm very oh, excited God. for that. Um, and yeah, so hope you enjoyed our predictions. We'll revisit these at the end of the season and laugh at how wrong we were probably. Um, much love to you. Much love to your family. Much love to anything you care about. Stay vibing, stay happy, watch the game Thursday. Stay vibing, Red Sox Nation. See you next time on the In The Dugout Podcast. Well.